Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Changed my mind ever since I met you. I made up my mind, and I am my solid answer. Did you read my letter? My letter. I wrote it from my heart. Do you remember what I told you? said I love you Oh, I cannot find anyone as good as you Girl, you are still the best ever since I knew you Oh, and I chose you to be my beloved But I got the feeling the feeling that you don't trust chose you but it seems it doesn't mean a lot to you oh I liked you more than all the others oh yes I love you and I am still a solid as a whore. did you read my letter I wrote it from my Told you. What I told you, 
Put your hands together. Let's put your hands together for Jesus tonight. has come to an end and we want to say a very big thank you to our father bishop Doug Heward Mills for writing these beautiful and amazing songs did you enjoy the songs I said did you enjoy the songs we also want to say a very big thank you to our bishop bishop Edwin Morganago for feeding us with these songs there's food but if you are not being fed you will not be eating. You have been eating. Do you understand what I'm saying? But we want to put our hands together for Bishop Edwin Morganago, who has fed us with this song. And we want to put our hands together for Bishop Kwabna Asamoah, 
he put together all these. He was there. We selected the songs. We did everything together. Sleepless nights and fightings and all those things. By the grace of God, we have put it together. Let's put our hands together for Bishop Krabna Asamoah. Then we also want to acknowledge a few people who made this thing possible. You know, when you are having a program, there are sponsors and everything. So we are proudly sponsored by the instrumentalists. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for the instrumentalists. On the drums, we have Echo. Echo, give us something. So that's Echo for you. He made it possible on the drums tonight. And on the bass. We have Danny. No, this is Emmanuel. Emmanuel, show us what you have. And on the second keyboard, we have Joshua. Joshua, show us what you can do. On the mains, we have Pastor David Dushi. And ladies and gentlemen, on the guitar, we have Prophet Elijah. So these are the people that made tonight possible. And we are going to do the last song. And the last song we are doing it together. Ladies and gentlemen, the Royals. Led by the short, the short lady in town. Let me see you clap your hands, yeah. Come on. How many of you want to give yourself holy to him? Yeah. yeah. Now, tonight's song is also our congregational song. So, enjoy the first set, and when we are done, we'll be learning a song. Come on. Let's go. Are you ready? Are you ready? Royals. One, two, go.
It should be your prayer tonight. Give it, so 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 give it,
But if you keep it, you will lose it. So give it, so give it, so give it, so so give it, so give it, so Bishop takes it. Now turn to your neighbor, look your neighbor in the eye and say, Give thyself, say. If your neighbor is not responsive, find another. Come on, you're doing well. Come on. One last one. You want to say, I will give myself. So this is how we do it. Let's go say, I'll give myself. Make it personal. Come on. I'll give myself only. I'll give myself only to him. Completely and totally. I'll give myself only. Together. Together we want to say, we'll give ourselves say, We'll give ourselves. We will give ourselves say. I think I think I want to lead you to appreciate Bishop Kobe properly. God bless you, Bishop Kobe. Beautiful time. That is the difference a leader makes in your life. So if the devil wants to destroy you, watch out for the reaction he will stir up in you towards your leader. Yes. Just notice your attitude towards your leader. It will give you an indication. It will help you to understand Satan's plan. On the other hand, you can examine your reaction and your posture towards your leader. And if it's that of admiration, appreciation, and love, you will know right there that God wants 
to bless your life. So, it's really a blessing for us to have a leader in Bishop Kobe leading us. And it's important for you to notice it. Because anything you don't notice, you don't celebrate. And anything you don't celebrate exits your life. That's why we want to thank God that among all the cathedrals, God bless us here in Makane the Living Bread Cathedral with his leadership and uh, tonight I have really enjoyed the presence of God just the sweetness of the atmosphere just being in church is a blessing and I want you to bow your heads with me As we commit this time of exhortation. Oh, yes. Because the word of God has come to us in songs. I pray, Lord, that you speak to us. Oh, speak to us. Minister grace to our hearts. Minister grace to our hearts tonight. Cause us to experience your blessing. Cause us to experience your blessing. In Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands.
I'm really believing God for 15 minutes to share the word of God. Say the word of God. Tonight, the title of my message is the title of this book. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. That's the title. It's a very great thing to serve the Lord. And I want just 15 minutes of your time. You know, we are in a season. And so I want just 15 minutes of your time to explain to you why it's a great thing to serve the Lord. I want to lay a foundation. Can you hear me today? Online, can you hear me? Yes. I want to lay a foundation. And then as the Lord gives us time, we will go into the book and learn a very important message you know serving God should be something every Christian should do. Tonight I'm speaking in points. So the point number one is that every Christian who loves God ought to serve God. Amen. There are a few things you need to know as a Christian. And tonight, I have the privilege to teach you a couple of things. You see, every living being has to serve something. Every living being has to serve something. 
whether you are a Christian, you are born again, or you are not born again. Whatever you are, once you are alive, you will be serving something. Now, in Romans chapter 6, there is a very important message there. Verse 6. says, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. That the body of sin might be destroyed. That henceforth We should not serve sin. So if you look up there, you see Romans. It means this is a letter Paul wrote to Christians in Rome. So this letter, titled Romans, that we have just read a verse and a chapter is to Christians believers it was written to a church and Paul was explaining to the Christians in the church that maybe I should take you to another letter he wrote to a church in another city this is Rome Another city called Corinth, like we have Kumasi, we have Lome, we have Nairobi. So Rome was a city. Then there was another city called Corinth. Different Christians. Now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I need that foundation to talk about Romans. Verse 17. It says, Therefore, if any man, this is to another church, Christians again, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So, if I point to a brother and the brother is in Christ, so, brother, come. Are you in Christ? Are you born again? Yes, please. 
Are you not feeling hot? No, please. Good. So, are you in Christ? Yes, please. Once you see a brother who is in Christ, you are seeing a new person, a new creature. A new creature. So this brother is new. So the English question, the question in English is if he is new, then why is the old? Where is it? Where is the old? And what makes him new? Why is the old? The old from Romans chapter 6. So this is a new man. So, where is the old man? Paul says that the old man is crucified. So, is it that this man was tall and that tall man has been crucified? So we are left with this new short man. Is it that the old man was a white man? Or or not a white man. Very copper colored. Skin light. And when that skin light man. I'm preaching. When that skin light man died. Then we were left with this new man who is skin, chocolate, or brown. You see, I hardly see a black person in Ghana. Hardly. We are not blacks. We are are, are brown, chocolate brown. If you want to see a black person, Go to Sudan. I can't see any black person. Well, I can't see any black person. I see somebody that he's, he looks black. Even the face. But 96% of Ghanaians are not blacks. Are not black. We are chocolate, brown, But if you go to Sudan, you see somebody whose skin is like this. Yes. And it's a a shiny. It's a special skin. (laughs) No, I'm teaching you. So I'm saying that we are born again now. We existed as unbelievers 
And today we are believers. So is it that when we were unbelievers, we were two people? Like as this man is here, there was a white man attached to him, or a tall man attached to him, or a short man attached to him. I mean, when you say the old man, what are you talking about? Because we are learning that our old man, so everybody sitting here had an old man. Now, when you were being saved, your salvation was made possible by the killing of the old man. Anybody whose old man is not killed is not born again. To be born again, the old man must be killed. So this man is born again. It means that the old man has been killed. That is how come he can be here as a new man. As a born again Christian. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, All things have become new. Now, What is the old man? What is it? That's why we need to ask ourselves. Is it that everybody has another person attached to him? Who makes you an unbeliever? And then to be born again, that second person is killed and cut off. Like conjoined twins. So what is the old man? Don't you want to know what the old man is? What is the old man that has been killed? What's the old man that has been killed? Because it's here. The old things passed away. Have you not heard? Oh, Mr. Ahim passed away last week. Mrs. Ofosu passed away. Yes. Pass away means dead. Actually, passed away. In the fancy, we say, We <laughs> how many of you want to know what the old man is what is it that must die for you to be a born again Christian what is it that must pass away Say all things So, what is it that must die that's why I'm teaching today the old man so I'm swinging between a letter written to one city. So I go to one city, come back. So we are in Corinth. Let's go back to Rome. Yeah. Knowing that our old man is crucified. So I don't know what type of person is sitting behind the computer, but if the person could color old man, I don't know whether he can color old man, the two English words. Or we need... Should we go home and come back? Clap your hands for him. So, Oman, Olu, 
Oman has been killed. So what is Oman? You see Oman, the old man, if you are born again, your old man ought to be killed. Should have been killed by now. You can't say you are born again and your old man is still alive. So what is the old man that should die? Corinth. The old man is another body in a body made up of many parts called old things. So color old things. Old things. Are you in church? So we are waiting for old things, right? So ladies and gentlemen, when you get born again, the process of getting you born again is the process of killing the old man. And what is the old man? Is the process of killing old things. Old things. Old things. Now, what are the old things? Rome. Back to Rome. The old man is made up of old things. What are the old things? Are they shirts and shoes? Is it some old gramophone? Is it some old radio? The old man. Is it an old man with afro hairstyle? No. The old man Has another name called the body of sin. It's a body, it's just like this body. There is another body made up of sin. The body of sin. So color the body of sin. The body of sin. He's even Jane Callis. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm preaching salvation to you. To be saved, you can't be saved and still have that body of sin. That body of sin must be destroyed. Destroyed. 
do you know that body? The old man, that body of sin. That must be destroyed. How do you know? How do you identify that body? You identify that body by the sins you save. You see, the mark of the old man is that it is a servant of sin. Everybody, anyone who is not born again has not received Jesus is serving sin. It is the hallmark of the old man. We use the term born again. Born again means that a new person has been born. And now, that new person that has been born is born out of an old man that has been killed. And that old man that has been killed is an old man made up of old things. And the things are not shirts. The things are not shoes. The things are not old phones. The things, the old things are sins, a body of sin. Different types of sins. So you see, this handsome young man, he's average. His height is average. Can you come? No. I want. Ah. They are all men. <laughs> Sir, please come. They are all men. Are you aware that these are different bodies? Different body, small body. You don't feel hot, eh? You see, this is a mega, mega body. In the same way, that body of sin, depending on the type of sin you were serving, you were of a different shape. Some are serving. Smoking, drinking, fornicating. Some are serving, lying and stealing and cheating. Some are ser- uh, uh, serving gossip and slander and memory. So you see that the, the old man 
An unborn again person has, we have different types of old men. But they are all made up of different, depending on the type of sins that are coming together, your body is small or big. So you see, unbelievers who don't go to church. I have a, I had a classmate, a heavy smoker, but he never tasted alcohol before. It's rare to find somebody who smokes in chains and does not drink alcohol. My classmate, I was in the same room with him. We went for, for um, a rural rotation. We were at Apam together. We moved to, is it down for Which other place did we go to? Which rural? From where? Danfa. Oh, we came to Danfa also, yes. I was with him. We were two. Smoking heavily. Heavy chain smoker. But he never drank alcohol. He slept with all the nurses in the system. There are, there's another type of unbeliever. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't drink. But he will steal your money right now. So, and then variety. There are some old men who are thieves. I mean, you know the type of sin you were committing before you got born again. So, based on your sin, you were slim, you were fat, you were tall, you were short. But the point is that every old man, you, you see, an unbeliever is characterized by the sin he serves. And to serve sin means you are a servant of sin. Which means that sin is your master. No matter how you try, you cannot stop fornicating. You can't stop lying. You can't stop stealing. You can't stop smoking. So when you see an unbeliever, that's why... Our sisters and brothers who care for converts are one of the most, should be one of the most anointed ministers in the church. Because they are dealing with unbelievers who have come into the system. With all types of bodies. All types of bodies of sin. Now, when you get born again, Thank you very much, bodies. When you get born again, a sign that you are born again is that you are now serving Jesus Christ. Now I'm ending. Colossians chapter 3, verse 24. Colossians 3, 24. Knowing that of the Lord, you shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Jesus Christ. So a born again Christian, anybody sitting here who 
truly wants to be free from the old man must switch what you are serving. Switch from serving sin to serving Jesus Christ. So the question is that are you serving Jesus? I was talking to a young man today. He told me that when he was nine years old, I don't even know how it happened. You know, the, the, the stories, when you hear it, you, you wonder, nine years old, in a family of older brothers, somehow, he got to learn how to drive. When his older brothers couldn't even drive. Nine years. And they had neighbors, also young boys, I'm sure teenagers, I didn't ask you. And from Monday to Friday, they were in the nightclubs. And they would steal their father's car. As the father is in the bedroom, they would put the gear on free, neutral, and push the car out of the house. These are neighbors, like we are here and behind us. Then they push the car, they open the gate gently and push the car slowly down. Then when they push it, then all of them will get into the car and they, they call this nine-year-old brother who can drive to drive them to the nightclub. A little boy, nine years. And I, I believe it because I was a heavy smoker and a drinker at age 13. So I, I can understand it. It's not difficult. He would drive these big brothers to the nightclub and because he said he was short so there's no way the bouncers would admit him into the nightclub so he would be in the car waiting for his brothers and their friends to be in the nightclub till 2 a.m now at 2 a.m the doors were open free entry then he will enter and he didn't know what it was about he saw girls, people smoking. I mean, the place was just one fuzzy, hazy atmosphere from nine years. Look, literally, Monday, they go and come. Tuesday, and the mother didn't know that they were living that life. Wednesday, Friday. You see, when, when something becomes your master, It's not easy to overcome it. It possesses you. If sex becomes your master, no matter who you are, you cannot stop it. If lying becomes your master and you are serving lies, you can never stop it until a senior power called the power of Jesus Christ intervenes And as soon as Jesus comes, because his power is powerful. No parent can stop a child from sinning. He said later on in life, I don't know which later on, whether they were now in their 20s, I don't know when. 
said they were sitting with their mother. The mother was a school teacher. I met the mother recently. In her older, she was older. She said the woman, very, very wild woman. One of the, her sons got bold to tell her that you, you don't know who we are. I don't know at what age. I should have asked her. And I also stand. What do they in their 40s or their 30s? Said, the mother said, what are you talking about? I said, you don't know us. Said the mother became furious. And my mother was also a school teacher. Very wild woman. But there's no wildness of a parent that can break the power of masturbation, pornography, fornication, stealing, betting. There is no power, no policeman, no male. No power. The only power that can deal with your son, with your brother, with your daughter, and with you. Only one power. And the power is Jesus Christ. That's why we say Jesus is the answer for the world today. Don't try. Don't try a good school. Don't try a good school. I'm talking to somebody on the internet. Don't try a good school for your child. You'll be surprised that it is there that that boy will become a sexual pervert. There's no system. There's no governmental, no academic, no social system that can break that body. It's called a body of sin. A body of sin. The only known power are teaching the Bible cannot break that body of sin. Only Jesus. Mommy, don't somersault. Too much activity. Just give them Jesus. Just make sure they have Jesus. Don't give them dancing. Don't give them singing. You are only going to produce singing unbelieving bodies. The only power that can kill that old man. That old man is the strongest of them all. Only Jesus. So if you can sit down, I'll end. In this area, we have the needs from the chief's palace that a pastor cannot end a message when people are standing. That's why I need you to sit down. So when Jesus, remember, you were serving, you were a servant, you are there, and the feelings will come. You use your money and take Uber to the boy to have sex with him, and then come back. 
in your, in your house. When the thing comes again, you take Uber. And when, as you are in the Uber, you realize that no, this boy didn't satisfy me well. So you go to the Rasta man at Otinibi. Yes. You won't believe it. What will make young boys be students? They go to school. It was even telling me about how their mother would come and wake them up in the morning to go to school. Nine years he was driving his brothers to the nightclub till he himself graduated to be of age to enter the nightclub. When Jesus Christ uses his power to kill that old man, the next thing you must do is to start serving that Jesus. You must start serving that Jesus. You must start serving that Jesus. You must start serving that Jesus. And I mean serving. That is doing things. When you are serving a public servant, the servant in your house, they do things. A servant is known as a servant because of things they do. So a believer must do things. You must do things that promote Jesus. Do things that Jesus wants. You must be a slave. This is Bishop Edwin Ago preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. And I want to ask you, what are you doing for Jesus? Ask your neighbor, what are you doing for Jesus? So in the church, in the church, there are two ways, only two ways I know of serving God. If you learn of the third one, I'm interested in learning it. But so far, I know of two. Do you want to know the two ways? You want to know the two ways? Then let's go to Acts chapter 6 and end. The next week, God will will come. Acts 6. Verse 1. Now, in those days, when the number of disciples was multiplied, there arose a memory of the Grecians against the Hebrews 
because they are widows. That is the widows of the Grecian. The Grecian widows were neglected in the daily ministration. The, the food they gave them every day. The widows were not being given food. And, and they were widows from Greece. I don't know why they selected the Greece widows and not to give them food. I don't know what's special about Greece widows. So these Grecians began to murmur. The men and the women that our widows, I don't know how, but our widows don't get food. Because see, in the church also, we feed people with physical food. Hey, sit up well. So, verse 2. The twelve called the multitude of the disciples to them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Can I have the New Living Translation? We apostles should spend our time Teaching the word of God. Not running a food program. This is a church feeding program. Can I have the new international readers version? N-I-R-V. They must be known. Verse 2. They said, it wouldn't be right for us to give up teaching God's word. And we would have to stop teaching to wait on tables. So in the church, there are two types. I know of only two types of serving Jesus. There is the serving of the word of God and the serving of non-word of God. Only two types I know. Serving the word and serving non-word. Now, Most people start serving God by serving the non-word type of serving. The non-word type of serving is the video man there. Non-word. Is the keyboard man sitting there? Is the camera woman standing there? Is the man behind the camera there? Is the man behind the computer there? Is the usher arranging people in the church? Is the church worker, uh, the, 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 the airport stars who come with high heels taking offerings? When I say it, you must say non-word. I said, is the airport stars who come to take offerings? Is the video man who is doing video? The keyboardist who is playing the keyboard? 
the guitar man playing the guitar. The computer man projecting verses. Non-word. Now, the non-word type of serving God is lower. So, the people who rise up to become word of God servants don't like to lower themselves. They don't like to lower themselves to do non-word. Now, the non-word cameraman, video man, sharing of food, and so on, is not done by some carnal Christians. So, the non-word. Anything you do in the body of Christ must be done as a spiritual person. So, let us look at the people who were doing the non-word. The disciples said, we will not give up teaching God's word. So, what should we do? Verse 3. Brothers, sisters, true servants of your men. They must be known as men who are wise. And men who are full of the Holy Spirit. And we will turn this important work over to them. So anybody who sweeps the church must be full of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Anybody who dances, dancing is non-word. Even singing, there's a type of choir singing that is non-word. A lot of the singers don't even have microphones. But ladies and gentlemen, to play the keyboard, to play the bass guitar, to take pictures, you must be wise. You must be full of the Holy Ghost. I said, you must be wise. You must be full of the Holy Ghost. And today marks the beginning of your wisdom. It marks the beginning of your spirituality. As you hold the camera, as you do the sweeping, as you do the ushering, I pray in the name of Jesus that apostles will be very spiritual. But ladies and gentlemen, serving tables even though it requires men who are full of the Holy Spirit, is low. Say low. low. Yes. Everybody, listen. Why, why do we take offerings? Why do we take pictures? Why do we project? Why do we sweep the church? Why do we usher? We do these things because you are either serving Jesus or you are serving son. And anybody who doesn't serve Jesus is available to serve son. So you see that you'll be in the church. you meet a friend and you start fornicating. There are pornography clubs in the church. Yes. 
there are young boys and girls fornicating, sexual fornication actively in the church. They are instrumentalists on pornography. That is why everybody must believe God to rise from dancing and taking pictures to doing a type of serving that uses the word of God. The word of God. Everybody. Because John chapter 1 says in the beginning was the word. The word was God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3. All things were made by him. Verse 4. In him was life. Verse 5. The light shineth and the darkness comprehended it not. Verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Verse 7. The same came for a light, for a witness. To bear witness of the light that all men through him might, might believe. Verse 8. He was not the light. That is John the Baptist. But he was sent to bear witness of the light. Verse 9. That was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. Verse 10. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. Verse 11. He came to his own. His own received him not. Verse 12. As many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Verse 13, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Verse 14, and the word, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Full of grace and truth. Now, the word. You see the big W there? The big W? Yes. It is that word that was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. That is Jesus Christ. And remember that a believer, that's what the disciples said, we will not stop teaching the word of God to do non-word service. You see, when people enter the church, they enter the church as less spiritual people. Born again Christians. All those who get born again, they enter the church after new convert school and so on. They must be sent to do video work, sweep the church, take pictures, play instruments. Because these things are supposed to be done by the less spiritual. But as you mature, you mature now to now to do the word, the word, the word. So in the church, there are people who are playing bass guitar. We don't trust them that they are mature Christians. You only mature 
when you are serving the word of God, teaching the word of God, anybody who doesn't teach the word of God, it says the Bible says in Hebrews that for when, for the time, you ought to be teachers of the word, you have need. You have need that another person teach you again the first principles. So we know that you are mature. So anybody who wants to mature must move. We need to leave these video camera things and the assuring things to see that a lot of the people who do this non-word type of things are canal. They are in the church, but they are canal. Because the word became flesh. It's not the guitar that became flesh. It's not the offering bag that became flesh. It is the word. Anybody who wants Jesus must relate with the word. If you are serving God, you must serve God at a higher level and we know you have graduated to the higher level when you are now serving the word of God. The word. Like tonight, I'm not playing instruments. I'm serving you the word of God. So anybody, once you begin to serve the word of God, you break the power of sin. Yes. If you want to mature, move from, you see, I'm saying again, we must leave certain duties in the church to those who have just come. And they stay there and serve at that level till they are stable, that they also move they also move. Most Bishop was playing drums in church. He was playing the keyboard. He was doing soul winning with the guitar. But he was preaching. I want to say to everybody here, today, today, it is a great thing to serve God. But everybody must believe God to serve God at the level of the word of God serving. Ask yourself, am I teaching the word of God? So the, so the, the disciples said, we will not lower ourselves. We will not allow it. We will not leave the teaching of God's word to run a food program. And some of us must not stop teaching the word of God to run music programs. You will notice that the people who sing like Bishop Ediadi who are also teachers of the word of God, their ministry is different from, the, from the, just the nice singing voices. If a teacher of the word is playing the keyboard, he'll be, he, he, see, he, he even knows the teaching anointing. 
He knows when to increase the tempo. He knows when to lower it. He knows when to be silent. He knows when to go fast because he knows how the teaching of the word of God is. Today, I want to tell everyone, look, if you don't rise up to serve God, you will serve sin. So, you won't believe it. You are the pastor of the church. So, there are some things you don't want to believe about your members. But some are sitting here who are servants of sin. Pornography addicts, fornicators, thieves, gamblers who are in this church. An airport star gets up to come and take offering. She goes back to her seat. Her bag vanishes. Till today we can't find the bag. So the person sitting by you may well be a thief. But I also know a brother. Even if there's no money in his pocket. Because of the amount of the word of God in him. He has no attraction. The, the word, the, somebody's money cannot attract him. I can't even see my fingers stealing some. I don't even know how it is done. But when I was not born again, don't bring your money near me. We sold louver blades. My dear friend, any sin you serve will destroy you. Any sin. Those of you sitting here, young girls, you are dancing, but you are struggling with fornication, sexual things. Look, I'm telling you, if you don't deal with it, it will destroy you. It will finish you. Yeah. Yeah. And one way God has made for us to have power is to serve God's word. Everybody, I'm glad to have all of you who are serving the word. That's why we create. We, we, you see, bus centers are not just places where we gather people on Sundays and bus them to church. It's an arrangement because in this church, you think of it, when will you have a chance to teach in this church? As I'm here. <laughs> And Bishop Kobe is here. And Pastor Francis Agbenyon is here. And Reverend Eugene is here. I mean, you ask yourself, in a hundred years, will you have selection? That's why we have created bus centers and centers outside. So that over there, you too can get a chance and teach the word of God. Because that word is the Jesus you are serving. Even in the basenta, we have broken it down to fellowships. Fellowships. Oh, why? Why? It's because anybody who doesn't teach God's word has not matured. And once you are not matured, 
Satan has power over you. That is why in the Bible, maturity is determined not by how many years you've been in church, but how you can teach the word of God. Whether you are three years or 300 years old. Hebrews 5 and verse 12. Everybody. Everybody. God bless you. I saw you singing. Beautiful singing. But are you teaching? To teach means to break things down. You saw me this evening breaking things down. Explaining things. Yes. That's the only way to have power over the things we were serving in the world. If you don't rise up, you will sit in church. Abba. And before you know it, you are in the church, but you are an unbeliever. Your life is not different. Your life is not different. I said, your life is not different from a non-believer. Today, I want to tell you, look, time will fail me. Time will fail me. To teach you about the benefits of teaching God's word. One of the direct benefits, I would let them just give you one or two. One of the direct benefits of teaching God's word is that it puts you directly into new groups of spiritual Christians. See, once you become a Basenta leader, you join a group of Basenta leaders. If you are not a teacher, if you are not a Basenta leader, you wouldn't even attend a meeting. Many of you need to relocate yourselves from certain fr- in the church. Um, that's why I say th- these letters were written to Christians in Rome, in Corinth, in the church. There are pockets of unbelievers. There are pockets of carnal Christians. Being in the church and dancing has no solution to offer you. Dancing. That's why I respect the dancers like Onam who are also Basenta leaders. So you see, as we are all dancing, what you don't know is that I am, I am, I am, I am more spiritual. I am stronger than you. I'll take it again. One powerful benefit you gain from being a teacher is that you join a community of teachers. And a lot of things happen to you. The Bible talks about in Acts, there was a gathering of prophets and teachers. So if you are not a prophet, you have no business there. If you are not a teacher, you have no business there. And it was in that group in the, in the, in the, in the, um, what's the name? In the community of prophets and teachers where they got two people to send. So sometimes you can never be sent anywhere because you have not joined a certain group in the church.
Look at Acts. Acts 13. Acts 13, verse 1. King James. Now they were in the church. In the church. The Antioch church. This is also different. There's a room church. Corinth church. This is Antioch church. There should be a letter to the Antioch Christians. There should be. Certain prophets and teachers. And they mention names. So Barnabas was in a group of teachers. Simeon was in a group of teachers. Lucius, prophet, Manain, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Verse 2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted. So right away you see that the group you are in is a group that fasts. If you are not in a group that fasts, if you are not, if you are in the church and you are in a group that does not fast, when a fast is declared in the church, you will not join the fast because you are not in a group that fasts. Yes. And being in a group that fasts can be your deliverance. We are living in this OEB here where people have died from going to buy food. And a lot of our members, the place, that, that spot, a lot of our leaders and pastors eat there. But, but, but they are here. But it was because of the fasting we were doing. The fasting we were doing. You must join a group that fasts. So that one day, just the day that there is food poisoning, you don't eat, not because you don't eat, but because you are fasting. Another power has taken over your life. That is how come in two weeks, there will not be coffins lined up here. This church, particular church, should have about six coffins. There should be coffins lined here. But because of fasting, why are you in the church as a carnal type? There are ashes who are not fasting with us. It is far easier for an usher not to fast. An instrumentalist not to fast. A basenta leader who is not fasting is a special devil because he, he has got members he must lead to fast. I'm preaching. I wonder if these video men are fasting. That is why in the coming week we are taking the fasting to the communities. And there, right away, you see that these guys who are not in any basenta. Are you in a basenta? Are you in a basenta? Are you in a basenta? No, please. Yes. I told you, you may think that when I'm preaching, it's like I, I, some people are my enemies in the church. You can see. 
So right away, see that he is serving God, but he's not fasting. He's not in a bar center. Clearly, he doesn't belong to. You see, all of us as human beings, we all like wache, we all like fufu, we all like what are the kinky and fish. Yeah, because as a pastor, the pastor I don't like is a pastor who declares a fast because he's disturbing my not my natural life. I don't like such pastors. I don't like them. Because my body is meant to eat. So when a fast is is declared, and I'm not happy with the pastor, at least I'm surrounded by spiritual people who will encourage me and even take me to a prayer meeting. Iron was sharpening him. As we are taking the fast to the communities, you see many of you will fall out. Yeah, because there's nothing to do. Your life is just the church. Because you are a public Christian. But Jesus said, but you, enter your closet. Real spirituality is not in the public church building. Real spirituality is in the closet. It's in the community. And as we are for the next two weeks, there's nothing church, there's no online anything, there's no we are not coming here in the night to pray everything is in the community, you you get lost and any instruction you don't obey prepares you for a disaster ahead of you there's always an instruction to obey for a blessing I don't remember anybody Jesus Christ healed without giving an instruction to the person. I don't know if you find one, let me know. Even one of them, he has that. Do you believe? That is, believe. He said, he said I, I don't believe. Help my own belief. Asking for help was an act to draw the power. But the rest of them said, go and wash. Go and see your pastor. Go and do this. Rise up. Move on. All oh, instructions. And you are in the church. You've not joined any group. You have rather joined a group of slay queens. Yes. Crusade slay queens. Yes. Than the church. Two weeks ago, or one Sunday ago, I was talking about slay queens. And I was saying that imagine that all slay queens in Ghana were now choruses. It is just yesterday I've seen a one slave queen, the, the latest one, is a chorister, was a chorister in the church. I'm begging you, look, God brought you to the church to save you from sin. When we say sin, we mean two things. One is the sin nature. It's, it's, it's a, it is a nature we have. And Jesus changes our sin nature. Then another type of sin is the practice of the sin. Which destroys you. The same way that a certain type of sin. See, I live somewhere. I've, I've forgotten how many years I've been there. I've been living there. You won't believe that. I don't know where Indian hemp is sold in the area. I've been there for at least seven years. 
I don't know where they sell Indian hemp. We, I don't know where they sell it. A brother came to stay. Let me not give details. Months ago, already he knows where we sold. Because what you practice will put you in a community and a group. Always, naturally. So see, as we're in the church, there are some who don't join Basentes. There are some who don't fast. There are some who are betting. And depending on what you do, really, you'll find your nature. How do homosexuals find themselves? How do you, how do you, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Because some time ago, in my immaturity, I've said, oh, homosexuals, you know them by how they walk and how they throw their hand. But apparently it's not true. Normal, like as I'm standing here, I'm, 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 I'm gay. As I'm standing here. How will you know? How will you know? But they know themselves. When they see themselves, they know. I don't know how. Because what you practice will draw you to your type and to your kind. I want to beg you. There is a group. Where is it? There's a group in the church. Please take me to verse 1. Let me show them that there was, this is church. Not some association. Acts 13 verse 1. There were in the church In the church. Teachers in the church. Prophets in the church. Verse 2. Fastings in the church. As you see. Because one way to serve God. Is to fast. The prophetess Anna served God with fastings in Luke 2. That's one of the ways to serve God is to fast. Apparently, I didn't know until I saw the Bible. She served God with fastings. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted. You see, you see the language? The language ministered, fasted, Lord, Holy Ghost. Work. You can be in the church and you are in a group that doesn't use such words. Holy Ghost, work, fasted. You can be in the church and you are using Arsenal. The words you use are Arsenal, Ronaldo, Leonardo. Arts. Arts. And Betson. The odds are four to, to ten. But we are in the church. I can show you in the church groups of people who are sleeping with their stepmothers in the church. Having sex with their stepmothers. 
And it was so common that even directly, some things are so uncommon. It goes on, but you will know. But this one was so common that it, it, it was commonly reported. It's like everybody is talking about it. That people are now sleeping with their stepmothers. Which group will you join in the church? This? There's a group. If you join it, you won't even need to take a bus and come. They are so wild that they themselves arise, arise out of their houses and they come to church on their own. It's a group. I'm preaching about serving God. I'm preaching about the levels of serving God. And I'm introducing you. I'm saying that let us join, let us join the level where we serve God with the word of God. Let's join that group. Because there, the words they use, the vocabulary is different. There's ministered, there's Lord, there's Holy Ghost, there's fasted, there's word, there's sent. They send them. They send them. They pray. There's words like pray is there. Verse 3. Fasted, prayed, laying of hands. These are the words that are found in certain communities in the church. And there are communities in the church where they discuss hairstyle, the braids, how do you buy it, Medina, they, they share numbers. When they meet, they look at designs of dresses. and all the, all, They are all in the church. But I'm saying that all those ones, all those ones, they lead to death. The reason why God brought you here will be defeated if you don't allow the word of God to be the main thing you are doing. You are, you are. You see, I mean, how can you even preach the word? As I'm preaching now, I've studied the word. I've studied the word. It's in me. And Peter said, if these things be in you, they make you. So see, I am different from you. Not because I went to school and you didn't go to school. You are more educated than I am. The things in me make me a type of person. And you are there. Not wanting to be spiritual. Meanwhile, God brought you here so that you will not have three children with seven fathers like the women in your family. But you will sit in the church and end up just like your family members who don't go to church. Because it's not enough to sit here. It's enough when you are using the word of God. Teaching, studying, listening, living it. They laid their hands and they sent them away. Tonight, I leave you. And some of you, you are the way you are, the state you are in. I blame your Bacenta leaders. I blame the chapel pastors. Who are just interested in bringing you to church and taking you back home. Because somebody is going to check their numbers. But have no interest in your spiritual state that Paul said that Christ be formed in you. Some people don't have such a mind. Once they can bring you to church and have numbers, they are happy. So you are the one who must have sense. Because the devil is on a rampage. He's destroying lives. He will destroy you. You see, a decent person 
with a great job. Great job that we, so, so, for some of us, it may take us 100 years if it will happen at all to attain great name, great life, great this. Then he, the son, they are in church. They are catechists. They are pastors. But the son they are serving has not left them. And eventually, that thing brings them down, crushed to powder. That's what the devil wants to do to your life. He's not afraid that you are in church. He is not afraid that you are in church. But he'll be afraid when he sees you using the word of God. Because he has tried everything and has not been able to overcome the power of the word of God. And that's my prayer for you. That God will have mercy on you. And make you a lover. A teacher. How can you teach God's word if you've not read the word? I thank all of you who are in the choir singing. God bless all of you. You see that today the choir didn't sing. Did they sing? Yeah. They didn't sing. They didn't sing. So most of them they didn't come to church. If you announce that dancing stars are not dancing next week, many of you will not come to church because you are not engaged in the kingdom by the word. You are a table server. You are a non-word server. Lower version. Stand to your feet. This week, this week, some people, some groups in this church, surely not everybody, from Monday to Friday, some groups in this church are going to gather in their communities. At dawn, pray and do don't witness it. Yes. Prayer walks. They will do prayer walks in the communities. Gathering souls for the Solemn Sunday. Some of you, it may take you 50 years before you join such a group because you are meant to be destroyed. In the evenings, nobody's going to come here next week. No. In the evenings, we are in the communities praying. There's prayer. Then they disperse and go and win souls. They are tracts. Do you have uh, do you have the tracts here? Yes. Do you have the tracts here? Can I have one? And the flies also. Yeah. We've got flies. This is it. This is the swollen Sunday. But but no, 
we have prepared a tract for witnessing a tract for witnessing you it's a short some points you share the points you pray with the person and that word oh thank you Joko. yeah that's it that's a tract I don't know if you have it there. You can put the tract up. You don't have it. It's difficult to, to work with people who are a certain way. I don't want to use the right words. But that's a tract. God loves you. That's all. You share and give the person the direction to the church is there. There's a phone number and everything there tract when you share you give the person a flyer to the name that we're having a special service and the tight the thing is come will you come can i call you yes then please have this and have the flyer also the flyer says god loves you for i know the plans i have for you says the lord there are plans for good and not for Disaster to give you a future and a hope. Dear reader, it is not an accident that this tract is in your hands today. God created you and prepared a beautiful life for you even before you were born. It is the desire, it is his desire to have a personal relationship with you and guide you through life till you spend eternity with him. He demonstrated his great love by sending his only son, Jesus Christ, to pay the penalty for your sins. Jesus did this by carrying the weight of your sins on the cross and suffering in your place. He then threw the greatest invitation that the world has ever received. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You can restore your relationship with God today by praying this simple prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sins. I accept Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior and will obey and follow him. All the days of my life, I turn my back to my old sinful life and start a new life by faith in Jesus Christ. By this simple prayer, you are now a born again Christian. Every baby, listen, every baby is born into a family. And it is my pleasure to invite you to the Living Bread Cathedral, Makanet Church International, where a wonderful family exists to make you, to make your new life in Christ a beautiful experience. And you share with the person. And you hand over the chat to me. And all these things, as you do them, you yourself, you grow in Christ. You grow in Christ. And growing in Christ is not for Christ. He doesn't need you. You need him. It's your life. 
that the devil will not get you to destroy you the way he has destroyed your brother, destroyed your cousin. Each time you go into the newspapers, see that people have been destroyed. And I want you to lift your two hands and commit yourself to the next two weeks. We are going to serve people the word of God. We are going to serve people the word of God. Everybody pray Father give me the privilege to be a part of this great experience I don't want to be left behind I can't be in the church and serve sin I can't be in the church and serve sin I want to serve Jesus Jesus is the word I want to serve the word I want to serve the word Lift your hands everyone and pray 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 the grace of God, ma antibo shavelebehe, leka shaba to say makatoshi balaba, lebesoni mo shavedi makadaba, leka bayama li peheba, leka shalaba li impebe, le pekatoshevedu shipaba, le pekatoshevedu shipaba, le pekatoshevedu shipaba, Every eye closed every head bowed I want to pray for anyone here today who wants to give his life to Jesus he wants to change you he wants to love you he wants to bless you he wants to make you different from your friend some of you Jesus wants to bring you out of a certain group you are in and give you a new life he wants to destroy that old man with his power and give you a new life. If you are here and you want to receive Jesus Christ to break that power that is having mastery over your life. You want to be free. You want to live a new life. You want to love Jesus. I don't know where you are but if you want to receive Jesus to change your life. Lift your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. God bless you. Lift it high. Don't mind your friend standing by you. It's you. It's you. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Lift your hand. Hi. Hi. Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive Jesus. Lift your hand high. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it high. I want to escape. If your hand is up, come to me here. His Come. grace will be Come. your covering. His blood will flow freely. It will provide your healing. Come running to that mercy. See. Come, my dear. your eyes lift your two hands 
and say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. Forgive me. Forgive me. I'm returning to you today. I'm returning to you today. I'm coming to you today. I'm coming to you today. Please receive me. Please receive me. Please accept me. Please accept me. Please make me your child. Please make me your child. Wash my sins. Wash my sins. Make me new. Make me new. Destroy the old man. Destroy the old man. And give me a new life. And give me a new life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You see the pastors standing there who are waving their hands. They will take care of you. They will pray with you. They will any questions you have, any difficulty, they will help you. Okay. So please. Let's welcome Bishop Corey. I think your hand clap should be far better. Far, far, far better. Far better. Far better. Far better. What a blessing it is to have an anointed man of God teach us. Break the word down for us. It's very amazing. No, many of you, you don't preach, so you don't understand. It's very amazing. It's very amazing. It can only be an anointing. It can only be an anointing. Bishop, thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. How many of you realize that this week in the online prayer meetings, the teachings have been powerful? Like that too. Mm. You, you, you must believe God to catch some of it. Uh-huh. Anointings are not taught, they are caught. You must believe God to catch some of it. <laughs> take out your communion tonight. Take out the bread. Let's take the communion tonight. Tonight's communion is for the power of God to fill us as we go into a week of reaching out to others. Amen. We want the power of God to fill us. Yes. This week we want to go in the power of God. Amen. The anointing of God to Amen. minister, not yes. to reach out to others. When we stand in the areas and we speak to others, we want it to be with power. With anointing. Hallelujah. With anointing. The Bible said that Peter spoke and as he spoke, people began to give their lives to Christ. More than 3,000 people gave their lives to Christ. We want to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Say, as I eat it. As I eat it. 
I receive power. I receive power. I receive power. I receive power. To be a witness. To be a witness. For Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ. This week. This week. I will walk in that power. I will walk in that power. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. take your cup lift it up say this is the blood of Jesus Christ this is the blood of Jesus Christ say this is the blood of Jesus Christ this is the blood of Jesus say the blood is the life the blood is the life say as I drink this blood as I drink this blood I receive the power I receive the power that raised Christ from the dead that raised Christ from the dead say this week this week I will walk in that power I will walk in that power the blood of Jesus Christ the blood of Jesus Christ drink it Now lift up your hands. Oh, Jesus. You are receiving power. Power to be a witness. Amen. Power to be a witness. Amen. Anybody here who has never tried Jesus. witnessing to people, oh. never tried to win a soul, I declare tonight in the name of Jesus, Amen. as your hands are raised, that Jesus. you are receiving power Amen. to be a witness. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. receive power to be a witness. I receive. receive power such that as oh, you speak to people, Jesus. they will be convicted Amen. to give their lives Amen. to Christ. This week, yes, this week, yes, this week, somebody is stepping oh, out for the first time to speak to people about Jesus Christ. Receive power, receive power, receive power to be a witness. In the name of Jesus. And now, just as your hands are lifted up, you know, I'm praying for everybody who is sick in the body. Anybody who is sick in your body. Anybody who is sick in any part of your body now. I declare now in the name of Jesus that every sickness is being removed by the power of the blood of Jesus on the back of this communion oh, I declare healing for your amen. body any part of your body Jesus. that is suffering disease yes. I command it now to be restored in the name of Jesus amen. I curse pain in your body Jesus. I curse pain in your body Jesus. I curse pain in your body Jesus. I declare that your organs oh. begin to function properly one amen. more time I speak to nervous oh, conditions Jesus conditions of the nervous system i speak to spinal pain i command it in the name of jesus to be gone to be gone in the name of jesus i speak to muscle pain muscle pain i command it to be gone now in the name of jesus receive your healing i receive it receive your healing i receive it receive your healing tonight i receive it father tonight we thank you for the body and the blood of your son jesus christ we thank you lord in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody shall say aloud, Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap your hands for Jesus? And you may be seated. You may be seated. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, Oyibi, Accra, 
this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and on your favourite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.